Another episode of Trials with a Z. Uh, let's see. I have here our special guest today, uh, uh, Sarah uh, Zweifok. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. Sarah Zweifok. Uh, or Dr. Zweifok, yes, right? Yes. Hey, welcome, doctor. Is it Zweifok or Zweifak? It's tomato, tomato. Zweifak. Zweifak. I said it wrong yeah. again. All right. It's we're going to get it. We're going to get it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, shit. All right. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Trials with a Z. Uh, we have with us our special guest, Sarah Zweifak. Sarah Zweifak, Dr. Zweifak. Welcome, welcome. Thank and you. you are currently the head of product at Story Health. Is that right? Um, product lead at Story product Health. Product lead yep. at Story Health. Yep. Perfect, perfect. Tell, tell me more about your position at, at Story Health. Uh, but but actually, first, let's talk about your background. How did you get interested in healthcare? And, and uh, how did you, uh, what made you decide to be a doctor? Yeah, yeah. Um, interestingly, I feel like when most people answer that question, it comes from like a family, like, I grew up with, you know, a physician who was in my That's family. That's what all the guests yeah. say on the show every time. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I wasn't always like positive I wanted to be a doctor. I think that I loved physics growing up. I loved kind of learning how things worked. And um, I was always incredibly social. So I kind of, I don't know, that to me, I was like, oh, I'm, I love working with people. You know, I love uh, biology, how things work. And so I was just like, yeah, kind of makes sense for me to look into medicine figure out if that could be a career that could be a fit for me. Got it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that kind of drove me to go and pursue pre-medical courses. But in college, I actually took a course um, called Biotechnology and Medicine. And um, I definitely didn't know like at that time I'm going to end up going into clinical product. But it really sparked my interest in kind of being at the intersection of um, two different disciplines. Um, and I, I just loved the kind of idea of bringing um, novelty to um, medicine. Got it. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, so at the time you were an undergrad, were you, were you already thinking uh, directionally at medicine or were you kind of, kind of have your uh, um, different opportunities open? Yeah. I mean, I was thinking directionally at medicine. I was doing, you know, pre-medical courses as, as you have to do all the kind of the, like weed out courses, like organic chemistry. Just, I was just going to say, <laughs> Ochem's the big weed yeah, out course, yeah, right? I yeah. still, I still have traumatic uh, nightmares about organic <laughs> yeah. chemistry. Yeah. We all do. We yeah. all do. Okay. Fair we enough. We need a support not group. Just, not just me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Cool, um, cool. But yeah, I, you know, I like, I think that there was always this kind of, I don't want to say ambivalence, but just like um, a desire to do something a little, uh, a little different, like a bit more innovative. Not that medicine isn't innovative, but I, I just kind of saw myself as someone that was going to do something um, combining medicine and something else. Got it. Got it. Okay. So you, so you graduate medical school from NYU, correct? And and then did you practice at all or did you decide, you decide no, yeah. I want to I do something different? I actually didn't practice, okay. um, but it was, a really, it was a really tough decision. I ended up like interviewing for emergency medicine, going, going all the way through the interview process and there were parts of clinical medicine that I really loved, um, but I had had a couple of experiences um, during my medical training working in digital health, um, prior to medical school working in digital health, um, and I just like kind of had a heart-to-heart -heart with myself and realized I think that I want to be kind of building products for patients and physicians, 
Um, but it was tough. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. totally, totally understandable. Cool. Well, then perfect, perfect segue back. So you're working in, in digital health even before you you went to medical school, yes. it sounds like. Why don't we why don't we go back and start there? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, so I moved out to the Bay Area a couple of years after college. I was in New York, then went to the Bay Area. Um, honestly, like moved out there without a job because I was just so interested in in like the biotech world and knew that the Bay Area was kind of the center of that. So right. um, I spent a bit of time at a seed fund called Rock Health. Uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, do you know Bill over there? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, I didn't work with him. He wasn't there at the time. Wasn't but there yet. Fair yeah, enough. but like I did a fellowship there just kind of like get my feet wet, um, how to understand like what digital health was. Because at that time, it like, I think like the term had just been coined. It was yeah, kind yeah. of the birth of of digital health. <laughs> right. Um, and then, yeah, I spent some time in kind of like product adjacent roles, product marketing roles. Um, I worked at McKesson for a little bit, actually, um, on an oncology specific um, electronic medical record and product marketing there. Got it. Got it. Um, nice. which, it was like, it, it was very interesting because it was like this huge company that's, you know, a drug distributor um, first and foremost, but they, because they're such a, a large company and um, have their, their hands in, um, like lots of different parts of the healthcare business, they also create technology products. So awesome, yeah, awesome, yeah. I think I think there's some connection there between Rock Health and, and McKesson, right? Uh, maybe they're I think VC so. group. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think there's like a McKesson Ventures. Yeah, something. yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay, so now you're you're you've just yeah, interest in digital health. You have you, you got your you got your uh, uh, medical degree, and so what what was the pathway from there? Yeah. So after medical school, just you know, made the decision to not um, go into residency. And had had a had had a product experience during medical school during my MBA year, um, and I really really loved working with engineers and kind of thinking about customer problems and working very cross functionally um, in a product role. So I ended up looking for product management positions and um, ended up as a PM at a company called AliveCore okay. as my first role. Cool. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, AliveCore is um, a cardiology company. They are a hardware and a software company. So they have um, a device where they can take remote EKGs um, to detect cardiac arrhythmias. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So 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 then what was what was the the path from there to to Story Health? Yeah. Where we are now. Yeah. So um, at AliveCore, I. Story Health is also a cardiac company. It's interesting. I ended up kind of specializing, like specializing yeah, yeah, yeah. in cardiac. Were you interested health. in cardiology at medical school, or did um, that come later? You know, I I I was interested in it in that like I at this point it's very well understood. So it's and it's physics. It's like a lot of it is physics. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I I found it to be very interesting, but it wasn't like the specialty that I saw myself going Got into. It. Like, okay. I, so yeah, it was kind of honestly a little bit random, but. Um, yeah, so Story Health, I think similar. There are similar interests between AliveCore and Story Health. Both are um, cardiac companies. Um, I would say that uh, AliveCore was a hardware company first, and is hardware software company um, now. And uh, Story Health is more device agnostic and. Um, they both they both have services components, so human components. Right. But um, Story Health right now is focused on selling into hospital systems um, first and foremost. So there's a little bit of a difference in terms of um, 
exactly who they're going after. What's, uh, uh, what's the problem you're solving and what's your vision um, for, for the future at, uh, uh, at Story Health? Yeah, I mean, I think um, the problem we're solving at Story Health is that, like, hence the name, patients, um, like their disease journey and like their story doesn't end in the hospital. Um, it, you know, it's their disease is with them all the time, especially when they're they're at home. And we're really trying to be the glue between the hospital and what's going on at home and manage kind of every help kind of co-manage every step of the the patient's journey. So we're very focused in kind of specialty health. Right now, um, we are in cardiology, uh, but I think that the company will continue to kind of grow and go into other specialty care areas as well. Got it. Got it. And how did the uh, – were, were you there during the, the pandemic? Is that uh, – So I was – are we still in the pandemic? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think May. I've, the rumor is the rumor is the status is changing in May. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was at a live core during like more height of the pandemic. Um, I just started God. Story Health oh. about seven months ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How did how did the pandemic affect live core then? They're both like RPM or they both have remote technologies. Both of these companies, and um, I wouldn't say they're RPM companies, but they both they both employ remote technology. And so during the pandemic, you know, as we all know, that really spiked. So for a live core, like that was, it was quite good for them. Um, There were a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, cardiac patients that couldn't go into their cardiologist to like get their EKG done. So they were using this device even more and more. And then doctors had seen the value of it, or they were seeing the value of it even more because there were these patients that just like couldn't even come into the hospital because, you know, the risk of getting even sicker and having a chronic disease. So tell me more about what it's like as, um, you know, as a doctor working with teams of clinicians, uh, but being on the, on the, on the product side. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, I would say that it makes it like, it makes it easier to be a product manager working with clinicians to have a clinical background because, Often the clinicians are my users, so I can kind of immediately have that sense of empathy for like what their issues are. Um, and like, you know, there, there is instantly kind of a level of trust there as well of like, you've kind of been through what I've been through. You understand my pain points. Um, and so, and, and one other thing I would say is, is quite helpful as well is, um, when like I do have clinical questions, I can, kind of easily come to the answer on my own and not have to like consistently be going to the clinical team um, for validation. So it just, it makes my job more efficient, but I wouldn't say that like you have to be a doctor to be a product. Of course, there's so many product managers that don't have clinical backgrounds and are great. Yeah, fair enough. Although, although I, I think I agree, right? You have that perspective. uh, You have that um, kind of probably, uh, level of understanding that, that that's just you know almost almost intuitive because you have a similar background so that that, that makes a lot of sense so excellent so so tell me more about the the parallels uh, between clinical and and product yeah um, it's interesting I think like there are there are quite a few differences but there are also um, quite a few similarities between right. kind of product development and and medicine one of them is definitely prioritization right like when especially as like an ER doctor. Um, you have to be, there could be like lots and lots of different kind of details about patients that are coming at you. And you really have to like sift through that and figure out like what's important now. 
Um, and what do I, and in what order do I need to accomplish these things? And um, prioritization is, you know, kind of key in, in product development. And um, so that's like pretty interesting similarity between the two. Another um, interesting similarity is I think they're both pretty outcomes focused right, right. Um, and really focused on like creating evidence of, of success in the clinical world. That's like patient outcomes, you know, cost reduction, quality, um, and in the product world, you know, that could be, you know, daily active users, some type of business KPI. Yeah. Right, right. How did you end up in the emergency room? So that's that that was yeah. the direction that you um were headed toward mm -hmm. if you had, if you had decided to practice. Yeah. How did how did how did you choose emergency medicine as as you know your direction? Yeah. Um I would say two reasons. The first reason was actually like I like desperately wanted to build this hybrid career in medicine where I was practicing medicine but I also could do you know digital health entrepreneurial activities because I had Right, kind of right. had those experiences before. Um, and a lot of the mentors I found were in emergency medicine. And there are a couple of reasons for that. One is emergency medicine are, um, doctors are really generalists. So they have a lot of exposure to kind of new technologies, every patient issue. So they're great entrepreneurs because they have a ton of exposure to kind of everything in medicine. Um, and... Yeah, the other reason is they are amazing at prioritization. Right, so, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that, that is key. That, that may be the key uh, skill for the entrepreneur, yeah. prioritization. Yeah, and I loved it, right? Like I thought it, it was like a lot. I found it to be a lot of fun. You're doing lots of different things all the time. It's never boring, kind of like product. Like you right, have to be right. constantly context switching. And so I don't know, that kind of like, I guess, ADD <laughs> right, right. approach is like, Works for me. So, so I always ask the doctors on the show. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't watch much TV anymore. But there was a show that was super popular back in the day, Grey's Anatomy. Have you seen the show Grey's Anatomy? I actually have it, which is embarrassing. You've not seen it, but I can't, I can't ask your favorite character. I can't. Ask I mean, I feel like character. I know there's a character named McDreamy because, like, I've heard of it. Right, right. That's what I mean, like, That's what like ninety percent of the people. But all of my friends it. make fun of me because I'm like, literally terrible with pop culture. Like, oh, awful. fair enough. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll cut that cut, Jacob. That cut. Out 80% of my material, my pop, my pop culture quizzes. Uh, Sarah, I have one more question for you. How do you spell trials? T-R-I-A-L-Z. All right. Thanks, Sarah. Take care.